welcome to another episode of the Founding Christ podcast. If you're new here, welcome. And if you've been here for the first episode, welcome back. Today we have another very special guest. Her name is Tariro or T for short. And today she's going to be here to spill the tea. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, so Tariro, why don't you introduce yourself? All right. Hi, everybody. I'm so honored to be a guest again for one of your podcasts. But yeah, hi, my name's T. I am 22. I have been living in Malaysia for about four, three, four years now. And I'm all the way from Zimbabwe and I'm studying medical bioscience and thank God my degree is almost done. Amen, amen. amen. <laughs> yeah, so that's all about me. I'm studying medical bioscience. Yeah, the hardest degree to me on planet Earth. But yeah, <laughs> that's what, that's all about me. Alrighty, so Tariro, today we're going to talk about, you know, a very interesting topic. Yeah. We are going to talk about the struggles you had as a non-Malaysian coming to Malaysia and <laughs> the everything you've gone through, you know, and yeah. how God met you in the midst of it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so are we ready? We're ready. Yeah. Okay, let's go. Lay okay, it on let's Lay go. It on we're going to go straight into it. <laughs> So, T, you know, you come all the way from the other side of the globe. You know, yeah. I'm sure when you came here, there must have been some kind of like culture shock. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like how was it when you first came? Um, okay, let me actually start by sharing a story. Mm-hmm. One of the things that shocked me the most was probably how late places like close here. Really? Because like back home, 6 p.m., you're already inside the gate. You're already like, you know, 6 p.m., mom is already calling you. Hey, where are you if you're not inside the gate? So here, being here, I remember the first time, like, my friends from Zimbabwe as well, they really wanted to show me around. They're like, oh, you're here, so we want to show you around. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was like, yeah, sure. Uh, I was ready by, like, 3 p.m. And then they called me at, like, 11 p.m. And they're like, oh, we're coming to get you. And I'm like, get me from where? (laughs) Get me from where? No, I'm not going anywhere. They're like, no, really, like, places are still open. And I'm like, mm-hmm. places are not open. Like, it's 11 p.m. And I was crying to them, and I'm like, you know what, guys, we have to be back here by 12. We got back home at 3. Wow. And time here is just, like, you know, how places, like, are still open. Mm-hmm. That was really, like, a shocker for me because I remember even calling my mom, and I'm like, Mom, will you allow me to go out at this oh. time? She was, like, on the other side of the world, and I'm like... <laughs> Mom, mom, mom. Yeah, so I think, yeah, for me, time, like, you know, how late places open and, you know, and all of that was really a shocker to me. Oh. And um, I don't know if there was anything else that was really much of a shock. I think I really adapted to the place, like, pretty mm-hmm. quickly, like, mm-hmm. after, like, that first week. But, yeah, I think that time thing was probably the most shocking thing for me yeah, yeah. wow but going from like 6 p.m to 3 a.m you know that's exactly. quite a big gap yeah. i don't yeah. stay up past like 12 most of the time <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah that was really shocking for me that was mm-hmm. that was the most shocking thing for me yeah mm-hmm. but you know coming here like what did you struggle with um okay so coming here i already had my struggles mm-hmm. already because leaving home for me during that time was more like running away. Oh. Um, okay. Uh, it was, how do I put it? The thing was, I was really struggling back home. 
um, mental health wise, mm -hmm. I was going through the most. Oh, man. And I just really wanted to get away from all of it. So, like, mm -hmm. I remember for a whole year, I just kept praying and I'm like, you know, God, like, Malaysia should just open their borders so that I can go. <laughs> I just don't want to be here anymore. Yeah. Like, I was just crying every night about it and I really just wanted to come. Oh. And then when I finally got here, that's when I started struggling even more. Wow. Because um, now I'm in a new place. Mm -hmm. No one knows me here. And I'm trying to make new friends. But also at the time that I was trying to make new friends, these friends weren't really good friends. Oh. And a lot was going on with these people. Uh, I struggled so much mm -hmm. to the point that I even started like suffering from panic attacks. Oh, no. I couldn't leave the house. Like, I would always, like, you know, just go into, like, an anxiety mode or mm -hmm. panic mode. Like, I really couldn't even leave the house at that time. Yeah. And making friends was really, really difficult for me. Making friends was the hardest thing for me. And during that time, I thought, oh, so maybe if making friends is difficult, then I'll go to, you know, the place that makes you feel at home. Church. Oh. But finding a church was also a struggle for me. Okay. Because I really didn't feel like I was fitting in into mm -hmm. those churches that I was going to. And at some point, like, it always felt like I was required, like, you know, to do so much. It didn't feel more like I was going to church. It felt like I had to write an exam to be a part of, like, you know, the church that I was a part of at that time. Mm -hmm. And I felt like I always had to prove something to the people that were there. Like, you know, like, I can be Christian too. Mm -hmm. I can be just like one of you. And, yeah, that was really difficult. So, you know, like... Besides church, yeah. there was also like the friendship thing and then generally still trying to adapt, not just like, you know, trying to adapt to the place because I say that I did mm -hmm. find it like pretty easy to adapt to the place. Yeah. But like just generally like adapting to be like, okay, you're in a new setting now. Yeah. You're alone. You need to, like, I think that's one of like the most difficult things for international students. Yeah. You know, um, just realizing that you're by yourself and yeah. this is where life for you starts yeah. like you have to start figuring things out for yourself you have to start setting your budgets you have to start thinking about oh okay maybe mom and dad can't provide for me as much so yeah. what can i do to also help yeah. you know so generally like that sense of oh it's me i have to become somebody as an individual was mm -hmm. was the most like you know a difficult thing for me yeah. yeah but i feel like i can somewhat relate to like like some some of that because um i'm from sarawak so mm. i'm i didn't grow up in kl and when i came here for college and university there was also the whole adapting thing i had to mm -hmm. go through there was also the feeling of like i'm all alone yeah. mom and dad are all the way the other side of yeah. the of the ocean you know yeah, and like yeah. i have to figure out so many things on my own like if i if i don't eat on my own like nobody's gonna ask me to go and eat exactly, you know that, exactly. that was kind of sad when i when i found out like when i was in college and i was like oh if i just lie on my bed all night and i don't eat nobody's gonna ask me to go eat which is like so yeah. sad like yeah. the feeling of being alone right yeah um but you know take me back to like like why did you feel that that panic attacks and why did you feel so much like i guess non-peace when when you came um okay so Something that I'm still working on right now and um, I'm, I really found difficult before was I am such a people pleaser. Oh. But I am working on that. That is not happening amen, anymore. Amen. Come on, girl. <laughs> that is not <laughs> happening anymore. But yeah, I, for me to feel at peace, I felt like, you know, everybody had to like me. Mm. And, you know, so generally the background story is this. Yeah. 
all of my life I've always grown up in a situation where people are like, oh, she is so nice. Mm -hmm. She is, you know, she she is this, she's that. And I really struggled with identity because yeah. everybody kept telling me, oh, she is so nice. Oh, she is so well behaved. Oh, she's this, she's so, yeah. I, all right. Like, not that I wanted to misbehave, but like, you know, as a kid, like I never even had that opportunity to like go away from the street. Yeah. Because even, especially like at my old church, like um, mm -hmm. back home, it was always a situation where like, oh, it's Tariro. She will not do this. She will not do that. <laughs> She's always going to be like this. She's always going to be like mm -hmm. that. So now carrying, it really like, it really made me struggle with my identity because for so long I didn't know, okay, so who is Tariro? Is Tariro yeah. who everybody says she is? Yeah. Or is she this kind of person? Yeah. So like, I always lived my life in a way where I was like, okay, I will live up to the expectations. Mm -hmm. So now coming here, I'm like, okay, I have to keep up the, I am so nice persona. I don't get angry at anybody. Um, if anyone needs my help, I am there. If anyone needs this, mm -hmm. not that I'm not saying that I'm not that kind of a person, but sometimes yeah. it really became draining for me because everyone expected so much from yeah. me to the point where I even started setting like a bar for myself mm -hmm. where I'm like, I have to be like this all the time. It became like a performance. You know, exactly. Wow. And for so much of the time now, I'm like, okay. So when I started like making friends here, mm -hmm. you know, they they had a different uh, identity that they wanted me to carry. So now it was, oh, okay, so I'm not supposed to be the good girl that I was at home. Now these guys want me to be like this and like this and like that. Yeah. So it was more of, oh, okay, so they want me to be like this. So the moment I wasn't like that, I was like, oh my God, they don't like me anymore. They and like so many thoughts would like get into my head and then that's when I'd start panicking. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. And it would literally like make me suffocate. Oh no. And like, I remember like throughout that whole time, the only person that would like literally try and like, you know, stop me from like overthinking was probably my boyfriend during the time. Aww. But yeah, um, I even wasn't- Shout out to Tande. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shout out to you. Um, but uh, I remember like, I wasn't even listening to him at that point because even in my friendships at that time like because of how everyone expected me to be during that time i also started like carrying some of that into my relationship and i even mm. started self-sabotaging my relationship oh, no. with my boyfriend so like i'll be like oh i don't want to talk to you today or i'll always try and start a fight mm -hmm. or something like that so like there were so many things that were happening like i'm seeing my I'm struggling with my identity, but yeah. at the same time, like I'm also struggling like with to keep up with what I was performing as. Because yeah. now I've got like maybe six different personalities that I have to carry. I have to carry one for my friends in Malaysia, mm -hmm. but I also have to carry one for my friends in Zimbabwe. I have to carry my uh, an identity for the church I'm going to, yeah. but I also have to carry an identity for my family. Yeah, I also have to carry an identity for my boyfriend. I have yeah. to carry this and I have to carry that. So yeah, yeah. it's. I mean, it, living to please people is exhausting. Exactly. Because you have to split yourself in so many different exactly, directions. Exactly, exactly. girl, I can relate to that. And on top of that, you're also trying to, um, you're also trying to adapt. Yeah. And fit well. So it was a lot. Obviously, like, at the end of the day, like, that would make any sane person panic. Yeah. You know, because For you're, tr sure. you're trying to, like, settle and do the, all of this, but it's not coming together. Yeah, like, there was a dissociation there. Exactly. Because I guess you were also, I, I would like say that it's like one foot in the world and one foot with God, right? Yeah. Because like you were hanging out with like these different friends as yeah. well. Yeah, so maybe you can share with us a bit more about that. Okay. Yeah. Not to judge, not for anyone to judge, yeah. but for us to really 
be able to share to you if you're going through the same thing or if you have gone through the same things that you can relate and find hope in it. Alright. So more so like I, I, I don't want to blame my friends because you know um, also during that time I think like most of them also noticed like something was going wrong with me during mm-hmm. that time. But um, I remember at that point in time um, my friends would have like you know like uh, chills. We would like just go to someone's house and just relax. Obviously, there would be alcohol and, and all of that. But, like, mm-hmm. for me, like, I remember, like, I came here and I'm like, uh, I don't really drink much. You know, it's just an occasional thing. Mm-hmm. And um, the more I started doing it, the more, like, I remember, like, one time I bought, like, two soju bottles. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I am drinking this by myself. And I downed them, like, literally. And I have never seen... I never want to go back to being like that person that I was that day. Mm-hmm. I was so drunk. I couldn't even move. They had to like carry me oh, out man. of the bathroom to put me literally on the bed. Like I was literally sleeping by the mm-hmm. toilet seat. Yeah. And I was thinking and I was like, you know, it became more of like a coping mechanism mm-hmm. for what was like happening. Because I felt like, you know, at that time, that was the only thing that was like that was the only time where the world would go quiet. Yeah. Because all of the other times, like my mind is Aww. going through like so much. It was like numbing. Exactly, and also like at that time, I also like felt like God wasn't listening to me much. Mm-hmm. Now let me tell you what was happening because at school things weren't going well as well. Like yeah. I was failing and failing and oh, failing really? and failing. I was actually supposed to be done with school like last year. Oh. Yeah shocker but yeah i was actually supposed to be done with school last year in um july but because of the way that i was failing oh yeah i had to like add on an extra year and then i remember like there was one time i was i called my mom and i'm like mom i cannot do school anymore i cannot do anything that has happened like i just can't deal with anything Mm -hmm. and you know she was trying to like talk me out of it and like you know calm me down and all and i'm like i really can't yeah i literally went into the shower because i was supposed to go in shower but like i just went in there fully clothed and i just sat down and started crying and it was it was so dramatic because like the shower was on and like i'm just there i'm crying and i'm on the floor but like really after like that crying session like i was like whoa okay so after then, um, yeah, I started like, now at that point, I started like hanging out way less with my friends. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't more because like, oh, I made the realization like what I was doing was wrong and mm-hmm. I was, you know, f- fixing things the wrong way. Yeah. But it was more so like, I just don't want to be around anybody. Oh. I don't want to talk to anybody. Yeah. I wasn't even like talking to my mom anymore. Oh. Like I wasn't even talking to anyone at home. Yeah. Literally, I would wake up in the morning and I would, like, I couldn't even get out of bed. I will just, like, get my laptop. I yeah. didn't even want to do the lectures anymore because I was, like, if at the end of the day I'm just failing, mm-hmm. if at the end of the day my friends will still talk about me behind my back, if at the end of the day, like, I feel, like, such a disappointment to everybody else, like, around me, then what's the point of all of it? It just so feels I, empty. Exactly. Yeah. And I was, like, you know, and even, like, I remember that time um, someone told me, they were, like, oh, um, maybe you should pray. Mm-hmm. maybe you know like just find people who pray with you and I was like God has been seeing all of this happening why can't he, he reach out to me Aww. like you know why can't he show me that he's at least there for me yeah. and then I think that's when like really like 
I started like sort of like walking away from God. Like I'll just do like you know casual prayers. Like oh, thank you for waking me up this morning. <laughs> but I'm like uh, okay, yeah. like I don't want to make the prayer, but I'm just gonna yeah. thank you anyway for waking me up. But I guess that's the the emptiness that comes yeah. when you're like kind of like living in the world and mm-hmm. living with God, like yeah. God, like trying to live, yeah. you know, with God as well. Um, there's just a dissociation there. It mm-hmm. just doesn't work. Like yeah. I've been there. It just doesn't work. You just feel so empty at the end of the day. Yeah. Because you're still like when you do things to like numb yourself, um, it just doesn't satisfy. Yeah. And you feel like God is just not there. No one is there. Yeah. But that's just the cheap tricks of the enemy. Yeah. To like trick you to yeah. get you to numb yourself with like alcohol mm-hmm. and um, also to get you to believe the lie that God's not listening. Yeah. Um. And at the same time, also to like isolate yourself. Like yeah. those are all just the tricks of the enemy. Yeah. So like true. we recognize it now that we're we're out of that, but in that moment, it must have been really really hard. It was because I even stopped going to the church that I was going to now, mm-hmm. and I started off like telling myself, and I'm like, oh, um, I'm gonna do like online church. <laughs> like I would like attend my church back home online, and like for the first like two weeks, I did that, and then I stopped. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which comes um, in uh, in agreement with the verse where, like, you know, God, uh, in the Bible, when he says, where two or more are gathered, I will be there. Like, yeah. where two or more are gathered in my name, I will be there. Yeah. And that's when I felt, like, you know, the strong sense of, I should have a community. Yeah. Jesus had well, friends. Yeah. Yeah, 12 of them. You yeah. don't need to have a lot of them. Yeah. But you just need to have the right friends. That's you, true. You need to have the right friends. You mm-hmm. need to have the right community that will stand by you. Yeah. And then, yeah, fast forward to a few um, months later, or was it a year later? That's when I found the church that I'm going to now. Yeah. And Ooh. I finally found, like, a community that made me feel at home yeah even though like i didn't want to be there initially Mm -hmm. but yeah but what made you like finally step foot into church and you know rededicate your life to jesus it was actually a friend oh a good friend um i was hanging out with this friend and um a few other friends as well and they were going i think kingdom city at that time had like a worship night or something Mm -hmm. I, i can't remember what they were having and it was literally like i was with them from like 11 a.m. in the morning and the first thing this guy said to me is like oh later we're going to um a church that we found like they're gonna be having like a worship night or something mm-hmm. you would enjoy it <laughs> like you know he's trying to convince me and i was like nah i don't really feel like it and then he's like okay okay like just think about it like you know just think about it i'm not pressuring you but just think about it mm-hmm. and i was like okay that's fine i'll think about it i'll think about it and then at like 3 p.m he's asking me again Oh yeah, so are we going? And I was like, nah, I really don't feel like it. Okay. And then he's like, T, I really think like you know you'd love this place. And I was like, nah, not for me. I'm just really tired. I've got school tomorrow. Like I was just making excuses and excuses yeah. and excuses. And then at some point, um, they were supposed to drop me off at home. And then he was like, oh, so I'll we'll drop you off at home. But like you know, we need to drop the other guys like off at church first, and then we'll like drop you off, and then we'll come back. Yeah. Like. You guys can just drop me off and then come back, but okay, if you want to waste your fuel. <laughs> and then um, he sort of went like, oh, okay, so T, like, we, we reached Sunway Pyramid at that point. And he's like, T, I really think this place is the place you need to be tonight. I'm like, wow, okay. what a great friend. You know, and I'm like, okay, it's fine. All right, you know what, guys, let's just go. Let's just go. I will leave if I don't like it. I'm like, I'm leaving. Like, you have to like church. 
And I'm like, okay, fine. If I don't like it, I'm leaving. But anyway, let's go. Mm-hmm. We went in and I have never felt like such a presence. Wow. Of God wow. in my life ever. Wow. Like I literally walked in and people were like on the ground, some were praying, some were worshiping, and it was so beautiful to see. Wow. And I was like literally at the back and I'm watching everything happen and I'm like, oh wow, this is so beautiful. Wow. And um he came in because he had just come from like parking his car and he's like, mm-hmm. Are you staying? And I'm like, Yeah, I'm staying. Oh, like, praise and Jesus. And I was just like, I just want to see what they are about <laughs> and literally the next sunday i was back and i gave my life to jesus oh yeah. amen yeah. that's so amazing yeah. see even when we're unfaithful god remains faithful yeah. even when we try to run away from god god yeah. will try to run towards us and he'll meet us where we're at i've heard i think so many stories as well not just yours but where you know people try to run from god yeah people are like i don't want to have anything to do with jesus yeah. And like, yes, exactly. He will be like pulling us back because yeah. that's just the amount of grace that God has. Yeah. That's just the amount of love that God has. So like if you're listening and you're away from God and you're, you've been away from God, like away from church for like years, it's okay. God has not stopped loving you. Yeah. He will never stop loving you. He will never stop pursuing you. And all you need to do is just take one footstep forward. He will meet you the rest of the way. Wow, so good. But like, you know, after going through all this, you know, mixing with the wrong friends and, you know, dabbling into like alcohol and things like that, like what what would you say like that you've learned from all of that? Hmm. Okay. Um, number one, alcohol is not the way to cope with things. <laughs> um, Amen. If I'm not saying, okay, first of all, disclaimer. I'm not saying I am perfect. I'm not saying you are imperfect if you drink alcohol. Yeah. But for me, the way I was doing it, it became more of a numbing process yeah. for me. And I would like drink like every, at some point, like I remember for a week, I drank like every single day. Aww. So this is why I'm saying like for me, alcohol is not the answer and it shouldn't be the answer if you're going through something. Mm-hmm. That is totally not okay yeah use the holy spirit not yeah. that spirit <laughs> not that spirit. exactly <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um and then again like i said community matters who you speak, who you surround yourself with mm-hmm. matters if you're an international student and you are or at international or non-international or your local wherever you're from if you um are surrounding yourself with people that bring you down, you're just gonna like capture that mentality and you're also gonna reach a point where you start bringing yourself down as well. Yeah. You know, because of whatever they say to you. The yeah. moment you feel like something is wrong with the way people are treating you, listen to your instincts. Re- uh, refer back to the Bible. Because at some point, like I even had started telling myself, oh, I am not beautiful, oh, I am not this, oh, I am not mm-hmm. that. You know, and. Uh, I started to believe it. Why? So, like, even when I would, like, see, like, the promises of God in the Bible, and I'm like, oh, of course, what could what? he say about his creation? Of course, he'll say it's perfect. Aww. But the devil then uses that, like, the more that you say it to yourself, yeah. the devil then uses that as a, oh, I'm just here just reminding you because you said it yesterday. Mm-hmm. So, wow. I'm just agreeing with what you said, wow. you know? Yeah. And it becomes 
more it becomes less of a lie and more of something that you believe in because that's so what you speak it yeah you speak it of yourself well. so now in as much as you want to like you know blame it on the devil but it starts with you because you're telling yeah. yourself like you know this is what you're telling yourself yeah you know people have daily affirmations where they're like i am beautiful i am rich but if you keep telling yourself every three hours that oh like i can't do this yeah. oh i'm not too good for this oh i'm not good enough for that I'm not saying I'm perfect because, you know, I'm still getting over some of these lies that I agreed with. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, um, it really became a thing where I was like, oh, yeah, I just agreed with everything that everybody told me. But now the community that I surround myself with doesn't bring me down. They speak into my life. Even when I'm trying to, like, speak bad things over myself, they're like, hey, take that back. Silence. You know, (laughs) do not agree. Renounce that. And I'm like, oh, there's such a thing. Like, you know, because now I have, you know, surrounded myself with a community that really loves me, that will walk with me through fire, through the storm, through everything that is going on at that time. Like, I didn't have a community before that would be like, oh, um, if I'm going through something, they would, like, pray over me. That is such a beautiful thing, guys. I will not lie to you. It is such a beautiful thing to have people... That will like literally be like, oh, you're going through this. We will pray for you. Yeah, that's you know, right. You don't have to like pray alone, guys. Prayer mm-hmm. works. Prayer, prayer works. works. Prayer works. Even like just having the people pray over you, you already yeah. walk out of there like feeling like, oh, I am such a winner. Yeah, I, whatever I love like that. my situation is, I believe like it's already like fixed. Yeah, it might not be fixed in that moment. It might not be fixed the next day. But I believe like you know, all things are coming together for yeah, my good. like you know? people's faith carries you Exactly, as well. exactly, yeah. exactly. Like, like in the Bible, how they talked about the paralyzed man, like mm-hmm. his friends were the ones that lowered him through the roof yeah. to get healed by Jesus. Mm-hmm. Like imagine if he didn't have these friends, he couldn't even make it in the room. Yeah. And, and you know, um, I've heard a pastor talk about how it was the faith of the friends mm-hmm. that helped this paralyzed man exactly. get healed. So like having the right community, having faith-filled friends mm-hmm. can help you get healed as well. Because yeah. they'll be like, yeah, go to church. Yeah, come come for this prayer meeting yeah. with me. Yeah, you might get healing in this one. It might not happen in like the first meeting you yeah. go to. It might happen in like the sixth meeting you go to. But having friends who are like pushing you towards that direction, yeah. it's so much better than like, you know, trying to go through things on your own exactly. or going yeah. or having friends that are like speaking deaf over you and yeah. like speaking all these negative things like what you went through, right? Yeah. If anything, there's um there's that song by I think Elevation Worship. We always sing at a Kingdom City. Like if all of um can you imagine if all of the faith uh with all, all the all, all of the, the faith, faith in, in the, the room, room, what the Lord can do. Yeah. You know, it's it's just uplifting, like you know, like mm-hmm. if the person next to you is um, believing for what you're praying for and yeah. is, you know carries that faith with you like the Lord can really do so much Amen. for that because what the Lord is, wants from us is just our faith and our belief in him yeah and he can do so much through yeah. that and um, and having faith-filled friends is so important because when you don't have the faith for something yeah when you're going through something you're like I don't think I'm gonna get healed yeah. you know your faith-filled friends will be the ones saying that you're gonna get healed yeah. I'm praying with you I'm believing with you mm-hmm. even if it's one year from now even if it's two years from now yeah. and they have that faith that you know built your own faith as well mm-hmm. so I think that yeah I always say this godly community is so important yeah. people who love God love the word of God and love you exactly yeah. that's true it helps so much so yeah i think yeah 
uh, so far I see, I've named two lessons, is it? Yes. Alcohol <laughs> is not the, uh, the, the answer and surrounding yourself with uh, a community. Yeah. I think the other thing is just being intentional with what you plan to do for the kingdom of God. Wow. Yeah, being intentional. For me, I found that just serving in the house of God was healing wow. for me. Okay. Because um, I have such a passion for kids. And I love sam- uh, serving in the kids' church at our church. But the more I spent with, uh, the more time I spent with these kids, mm-hmm. you know, though, like, I remember one time, like, one of the kids, I think she was like seven, she came up to me and she's like, Coach, you don't look well today and i was like oh like i'm just tired and then she she's like you know what i'm gonna pray for you you're gonna be fine you're gonna and then she starts speaking all these things into me and i'm like seven years old you're seven i am 22 and you're seven what is happening Mm -hmm. and you know so like um and literally after like she prayed for me i felt like so much energy i was there jumping around with the kids Mm -hmm. and the more that i've grown you know the more okay the more that i've gotten to spend time with these kids the more that i've like just realized like this is why god said like you know if you want to come to the kingdom of god be like a little child wow their faith is so amazing their like the way that they just carry the heart that they have for the kingdom of god the more that they want to learn the fire that they have for the kingdom of god is so beautiful to see because even through like i might not be able to attend the main service in church like especially when i'm serving yeah but just being like in the room with these kids there is no junior holy spirit yeah these kids are just getting filled the same way that the all the uh, people in the ch- main church are yeah the same way the kids are being filled that's so incredible. and like i've seen kids uh start speaking in tongues i've wow. seen p- kids like you know gather around like their friend faith faith, faith. Even in kids. Even in kids, exactly. Like, you know, and it's so motivating for me because I'm like, you know, there are days where I'm like, I really don't want to go to to church today. I Mm -hmm. really don't want to go to kids to serve today. Yeah. And then I'll be like, but you know, maybe that's where my answer is. Maybe that's where my healing is. And the more that I've gone, the more that I've grown, and the more that I feel like literally I'm becoming myself again. I'm starting to find my identity. Like, who is Tariro apart from? Who she is to everybody else. Wow. Yeah. And also like because you're closer to the pastors as well, you get like pastoral care. Exactly. And yeah. they'll be like checking up on you because you're serving in the kids' ministry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. And I, I firmly believe that um when you serve in the house of the Lord, this yeah. is why it's so important to serve guys. It's not just for us to like, oh, we have extra time, then we go to church and yeah. we just help out these people, like volunteer work, yeah. right? No, it's not. When you serve in the house of the Lord, mm-hmm. as you pour out into God's kingdom, God pours into you. Mm-hmm. And there's so many like testimonies that yeah. I've heard as well that like people experience God so much more when they serve. Yeah, exactly. I've actually got a testimony with that. I was, last year I was serving so much, I was so worried and I'm like, you know, like my school grades are really like on the rocks. Like Mm -hmm. what if, like, you know, with the way that I'm serving, like what if I fail, Mm -hmm. what if I this, I literally got a a high distinction. I got a distinction and I was like passing all my classes and I was so worried, like every single time, but I don't know how God would do it. Yeah. There would always be time for everything. There would always be, like, I would always be healthy enough to do everything. Come I'm like, on. What is happening? Woo! You know? That's right. That is such a God thing. No, that, that is, is that is aligned with the word of God as well. Because yeah. the word of God says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God yeah. and all its righteousness and all else will be added unto That's you. True. So when you choose to put God first <laughs> above everything, and this includes, like, 
sacrificing your time to yes. serve in the house of the Lord or might not even be time you know it mm. could be resources it could be anything to to serve in the house yeah. of the Lord or like in any way it is that you choose to put God first in yeah. your life like all your other needs will just be met like yeah. that's the promises of God mm-hmm. and and you know the promises of God like I mean it's according to God's timing as well right it might not be met immediately mm-hmm. but it will be met eventually I, yeah. I firmly believe that yeah that's true yeah, yeah. wow that's so incredible so yeah. good yeah so like you know to those who are i guess you know young young and going to college and studying off life you know in university especially if they're from another place like Mm -hmm. what would advice would you give them okay um probably the advice that i got from um one of my pastors would be um a ship doesn't move when it's on land but once it's in the water that's when it starts moving you know once you so basically once you decide to do something Mm -hmm. just go just go with it but then one thing that will happen is god will always meet you there if you're in the waters god will use you there in the waters if you're in the deep waters god will still use you in the deep waters it doesn't matter what stage of life you're in it doesn't matter what how broken you are mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what you did yesterday yeah. it doesn't matter what you will do tomorrow yeah. god will always love you the same god yeah. will always have that grace for you yeah god will always still use you and he will still protect you as yeah. long as you seek him yeah, yeah. that's right whatever that's is right. happening in your life god will always use whatever is going on for his glory wow. it always adds up to one thing his glory and you will be all right and for your good that's yeah. right amen yeah yeah and um i think that's so like important to remember that god is always working things out for our good yeah and for his glory like he works out all the puzzle pieces together yeah. even when we can't see it yeah because like i think in the midst of the chaos and the turmoil it's very very hard to see that god's working things out for our yeah. good but i think you getting out of that chaos you can see that ultimately it was for your good yeah and yeah i've seen that in my own life as well that god worked all the puzzle pieces yeah. out um and always remember that like God can use you while he changes you. That's true. Like you don't need to be tip top perfect, super shiny, super clean mm-hmm. before God uses you. Mm-hmm. Like even us being on this podcast, I mean yeah. who are we, right? We're just we're just empty vessels That's and true. we're just broken vessels and we are just, you know, allowing God to use us to speak to people mm-hmm. who may have gone through something similar. Yeah. Um but at the end of the day, like we're just God's like vessels yeah. and at the end of the day he gets all the glory so yeah. you know you just need to make yourself a willing vessel for him and for his kingdom for his glory yeah yeah i've actually one more thing to say to any student who may be thinking you know okay maybe school's not for me because this is happening i'm mm-hmm. failing and all of that my testimony is just that imagine i was thinking about the, this this um this last year and i was like imagine if I had actually finished school last year, I wouldn't have had the opportunities that I've had now. Wow. I wouldn't have met the people that I have met now. Because more so, like, I'm actually happier now. Mm-hmm. After, like, after when I was supposed to graduate, I'm happier now. Like, everything is going according to plan. Wow. Every, I've met people who have changed my life in so many ways. And I was like, okay, maybe 
through all those tears, maybe God actually had a plan for me. Like, yeah, maybe I, you, I was just yeah. not seeing it. Yeah. But at that time, like, he was probably there with me that day in the shower being like, oh. you know, it's fine. You will see it when when you come to that time where I have something prepared for wow. you. You know, he always has a purpose for everything yeah. that happens. And you only so, realize in hindsight. You know, now that time has passed and I'm thinking about it, I'm like, oh. That's what he was planning all along. Yeah. Maybe yes. Maybe the failure wasn't like you know something that he. Okay, God knows everything, but like <laughs> in that time, I just couldn't see it. Yeah. Because you know there was so much happening around me, and I was in such a storm. I was literally in the middle of the storm. Yeah. But like now, I'm looking at it. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. I see what you were doing. I see. I see, and I'm happy. And I'm happy. Yeah. So it might take time, but God always has a plan yeah the yeah. best plan ever. ever um i think for me like something like it was kind of like the opposite where i i wasn't um like my graduation wasn't delayed but god worked it out for his glory as yeah. well so like everyone has a different like timing exactly. and timeline exactly. like if god wants you to graduate one year later and god wanted me to graduate like earlier mm -hmm. that that is just like god's perfect timing it's mm -hmm. god's perfect plan like yeah. there's no there's no like oh if you graduate earlier you're better or, you know things like that we always compare i think we're in a society where we compare so yeah. much um that's why it's so hard to like have joy sometimes when mm -hmm. God gives us our blessings. Yeah. Um, but like for me, in hindsight, I graduated earlier so I could start working earlier and God showed me a lot of things through that in that whole process. Yeah. And like for you, it was for, for you to be shown things uh, in the process of, yeah. of one year delayed graduation. Yeah, so yeah. it all still worked out. Yeah. Like it all still worked it out. Did. So yeah, guys, remember that God works all things out for the good of those who love Him. Mm -hmm. You know, remember the promises of God. Don't believe the lies of the enemy and don't compare because comparison is just lame. And also, yeah, like what Tariro says, don't mix with the wrong people and don't, you know, don't dabble into like alcohol and all that um, to numb yourself. It's just not worth it at the end of the day. Was it worth it, Tariro? No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. So, no, it yeah. Wasn't. <laughs> so, if you're still in that, we don't con condemn you. We don't judge you. Not at all. Um, you know, but we do encourage you to give your whole heart and your whole life to Jesus and watch him turn things around for, for his good and your good. Yeah. Like, watch him turn things around. Because right now, we can say that, like, I, I mean, for me, I've, I've done a lot of things like mm -hmm. when in my college days, in my uni days, I was in church, guys, but I was also in and out of church. Yeah. I was also, um, I've actually even vaped before, like in the past. Okay. Like, do you know that? No, no you didn't. Okay, I didn't yeah. know that. So I was like, also like in college, trying to please people, trying to, you know, find the right crowd, like mm -hmm. be popular, all these things. Yeah. Um, so I was also one foot in the in the world and one foot in the church and all that. So I don't condemn you at all. Like we are not condemning you at yeah. all. Um, but we can we can definitely tell you that our lives right now, when we're fully given to Jesus, it's the most full, it's the most fulfilling, yeah. it's the most happy and amazing like we're not saying that it has no challenges definitely following jesus yeah. has its own sets of challenges but when you fully give your heart and your life to jesus when you fully live a life that's according to his word um you know the life that is righteous before him you will feel the most satisfied yeah. that the world can never satisfy. <laughs> like this deep satisfaction that the world can never ever satisfy you that's true yeah so 
guys, give your whole hearts, your whole lives to Jesus because it's the most worth it thing ever. Like, we've tried the other way around. We've tried half, it half, half. Work. It doesn't work. So, yeah. Before we end, Tariro, do you have any last words to say? Um, yeah, just be kind to everybody around you. Be kind to yourself. Pray. It is going to work out. It is all going to work out. Yes. Don't focus on worst case scenario. Yeah. Because sometimes we do that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Healing takes time, by the way. Yeah. Healing it's, takes it's time. It's an onion layer. Yeah. So every time you get into the presence of God, it's like one onion layer. At a time. Yeah. I've been going th- through that for the last one year. Yeah. We're still going I'm, through I'm healing. I'm still going through it. Yeah. But yeah. we have joy. With Jesus, you have joy. You have peace. You have just, you know, this deep sense of fulfillment yeah. in the things that you do. Mm-hmm. So... Fully surrender to the Lord. Get into your Bibles, guys. Get into godly communities. And yeah, we love you guys so much. Why don't we close us with a word of prayer? Tariro, do you want to lead us? All right, sure. Uh, let us pray. Heavenly Father, I want to thank you for the people that are watching this video. Yeah. I want to thank you because you love them. Yeah. I want to thank you because you chose them and you mm. know who they are, Almighty God. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus, for your love that will embrace, Almighty God, these people, Almighty Mm. God. Lord, I pray that tonight or today, wherever they are, Almighty God, as they watch this video, I pray that they learn something from the video. I pray that this video would have maybe spoken to them and changed their lives, Almighty God. Lord, I pray that as they go on about with their deal, Holy Spirit, be the loudest voice in their ears. Speak to them. Show them the right way to go. Heal them, Almighty God. For anyone who's going through pain, I pray that you heal them. I pray Mm. that you show them that whilst all of this is happening whilst they're in the middle of the storm yeah. i pray that they realize that you will still have a plan for them yeah. that everything will work out for their good and amen. for your glory in amen. the mighty name of jesus i pray amen. amen yay thank you guys so much for watching another episode of the found in christ podcast we are now available on youtube spotify apple Podcasts, and google Podcasts. and thank you so much tariro thank for making you. time Thank you for having me. Yay! Till next time, guys. Bye.